You're listening to the Bear Down Chicago Podcast with Logan Bradley, Ryan Dangle, Patrick Sheldon, Brendan Chagru, and Jack Wright. The Bear Down Chicago Podcast. Yeah, we're that Bears podcast. All right, folks, welcome to a very special edition of the Bear Down Chicago Podcast. I am your host, Ryan Dangle. I don't have any other guys with me, and it is throwing me off already. Who do I talk to? What do I say? There's a lot going on in Bears camp. I'm just going to touch on it really quickly. The Roquan situation. Roquan came out yesterday. Uh, We're recording this on Wednesday, the 10th of August. Uh, Roquan came out yesterday during Family Fest, or before Family Fest, rather, to say that he was unhappy with the way the Bears were handling the situation, and he's formally requested a trade. And the Bears, who seemingly took a shot back at Roquan, took him off the pup list, meaning that if he doesn't show up for practice, he's going to be fined. Now, this is a really interesting situation. There's been a lot of back and forth on it. Um, As I'm recording right now, no news other than what I've just given to all of you. And so with that... Uh, we're going to move on to why we are here. We will get much more into the Roquan situation, plus the post-preseason football game that we've got against the Kansas City Chiefs, Matt Maggie's return to Chicago. So much to talk about in detail, but this is a very special episode. It is the first in a three-part series around the NFC North, looking at the Chicago Bears opponents, the Detroit Lions, the Minnesota Vikings, and tonight's episode, which is the Green Bay Packers. Folks, are you thinking about buying or selling a home in the Chicagoland area? If so, there's one person and one person only. That's Jeff Cadwallader. Jeff Cadwallader with App Properties is the person you need to be talking to. He is incredible. Absolutely wonderful, wonderful guy. And he has incredible amount of experience there are a lot of people that are out there just trying to get a big fat contract that's not jeff jeff is trying to make it happen for his buyers it's not about paying the highest price when it comes to jeff cadwallader he wants to find you the right home my wife and i we looked forever never felt any pressure whatsoever jeff made sure that we found the right place for us if you're thinking about it Visit GenevaJeff.com or you can give my guy Jeff a call or a text message, 630-254-4734. If you do talk to Jeff, let him know that the guys at the Bear Down Chicago podcast sent you. Are you thinking about getting a haircut? It, it, it's that time. People are going to start heading back to school here in a little bit. Do you need a new fresh cut? Whatever might be the reason, if you're thinking about getting a haircut, visit Sheridan's Barbershop. Sheridan's Barbershop, located in historic downtown Wheaton, Illinois, has been serving the community for 68 years. They've got six barbers, and they're open six days a week, Monday through Saturday. You can book your appointment online or by phone at your convenience. Sheridan'sBarbershop.com or 630-668-0137. And book your appointment today. Sheridan's Barbershop, where traditional meets modern. All right. So I thought about this. 
Bears fans were not really big fans of the Green Bay Packers. And sometimes we've had some not so great interactions with some Green Bay fans. However, I got what I believe to be two of the nicest Green Bay fans I've ever met. So first, I want to welcome back to the podcast. Well, Greg, you were with us before, Greg Williams. Um, you were with us when we were the Bear Down Report, and now we are the Bear Down Chicago podcast. Greg, how are you, man? How's everything going? Doing pretty well. Glad to be back. I, I listen to your guys' stuff a little bit here and there. And although I'm a Packers fan, you know, I love the insight, uh, what you guys do for the Bears. Well, thank you so much, Greg. That means a lot. Now, this is really, really fun for me because I think this guy might be Bears fans' favorite Packers fan. He is the nicest guy on Twitter. And sure, there's a lot of jabs at the Bears, as there should be. Um, but there's almost always a beer cheersing emoji. Jason Ward, welcome to the show. How are you, buddy? <laughs> I'm good. Uh, it's good to be on. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. All right. So, boys, let's talk uh, the Green Bay Packers. Uh, first of all, is there anything that you've noticed that has stood out to you thus far from from camp? Things that you're really excited about or maybe that you're a little bit nervous about? For this, let's go Greg and then Jason. I think there's two things. Um, I think the I think the one thing that's really stood out for me is the defense is legit. I think we kind of knew that heading into this year after what we saw last year in the playoffs towards the end of the season, that that defense was going to be really good. And with the draft picks with Clay Walker, uh, Devontae Wyatt, and obviously re-signing Razul, you know, extending Jair, like that defense is going to be really nasty. Uh, I guess that leads into my concern is the offense. And uh, we kind of knew it was going to take a step back after losing Devontae, uh, Bakhtiari going down, Elton Jenkins. And they're having, a, they're having trouble against the defense. But to me, it's like our defense is really good. You're, you expect those struggles just hopefully later on in camp. We see in the preseason games that there's adjustments that need to be made. And obviously there's got to be a little connection with uh, the new wide receivers and uh, Aaron Rodgers. Jason, before I hear from you, Greg, I'm just curious, how bad are the Green Bay Packers going to miss Zadarius Smith now as he's headed back to Baltimore? Ah. <laughs> yeah, they're not going to miss him at all. Uh, I yeah. mean, he, he, you know, he's uh, a really good player when he's healthy. And he seemed to have a really great attitude until he pretty much gave up on our team. So, yeah, Packers fans aren't going to miss him at all. Uh, the team itself, maybe. I mean, we, we probably could use a third edge rusher. Yeah, the, the biggest concern that I'd have for the Packers are still our special teams because we seem to be having quite a few struggles there still. Yeah, that's, that's definitely the, the sore spot. Greg, what about you? S same question. What are you thinking about the, the loss of Zadarius Smith? Yeah, you know, I think obviously how it ended with the Packers, at least with the, from the fans' perspective, obviously not good. Uh, but like Jason said, he's when he's healthy, he's really good. Uh, I think I think uh, Rashawn Gary is due for like a huge season this year. Obviously, I think the I think the big worrisome is can Preston Smith stay healthy? He was pretty good last year, but can he stay consistent? Uh, but yeah, we, there's after Preston Smith, there's a bunch of guys that need to step up. So you don't have that third guy anymore uh, compared to last year. But um, I mean, he, he's a good player. It sucks that he went to Minnesota because, you know, you got to face him twice a year. But I think that also could be something the fans would love to see, because if you beat Minnesota twice, eh, it kind of gives a little, you know, one up on Zadarius Smith a little. 
It's always interesting when players get moved around within the division. You know, now we have Riley Reef and uh, your old quarterback coach is, is now our offensive coordinator. So it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. So I want to start with this, Jason, with you first on this one. Devontae Adams, who is, if not the best ride receiver in the game, he's top three for sure. How bad are they going to miss Devontae Adams? Well, they're definitely going to miss Devontae Adams. I mean, you can't just replace the best wide receiver in the NFL. I mean, it, it just doesn't happen that way. Um, I mean, guys take a while to develop in the NFL. So, I mean, you, you, you can't just replace that kind of production. So the thing that'll be interesting to see is if the Packers can get creative on offense and find the way to spread the ball out, you know, to, the different receivers, um, our tight ends, even our uh, running backs. Uh, one thing that was really interesting that I saw on Packers family night, they did a two running back set and split Aaron Jones uh, out and around and hit him with that. I think they're going to get kind of creative with, uh, you know, two running back uh, sets and things like that uh, to try to make up for what he's, you know, what they've lost they're going to have to get creative. Greg, what about you? What are you thinking about that situation? Yeah, I think same thing. You know, I think the two running back systems can be very popular for Green Bay just because Aaron Jones is legit. A.J. Dillon's legit. Even their third running back, Kylan Hill, when he was healthy last year, he was pretty good. And now you see the Packers are trying to find a fourth running back. You know, Dexter Williams, uh, Tyler Goodson, and you know, all the, uh, the undrafted free agents that they're bringing in. Uh, but yeah, tight ends is also going to be pretty big. You know, Tunyon's going to be back healthy coming off a torn ACL. Josiah DeGuara, guy that they spent a third-round draft pick on, hasn't really, I guess, got into his uh, shell a little bit. Injuries are part of that. But I think one thing, too, obviously you can't replace Devontae Adams, but you kind of saw in that 49ers game that, you know, and sometimes you'll see it in other games, too, that Aaron will specifically look at Devontae Adams. I think this year it kind of kind of gives him the options to, hey, you got to look at Lazard. You got to look at Cobb. You got to look at Romeo, Watson, Winfrey. And again, they have a lot more options where I feel like this year it's a little bit more deeper compared to the years, uh, years past. There's been a lot, a lot going on with your quarterback. I want to make this abundantly clear. You guys, I, I think any Bears fan that doesn't admit that Aaron Rodgers is one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL, they're just lying to themselves. And so there's no doubting his talent, but he's been in the news for a whole lot of different things. I know he's dating blue of earth. Are you guys a little sick of this stuff or is it just kind of like whatever it's Aaron? How do you kind of feeling about this? Let's go Jason and then Greg on this one. I don't always agree with uh, a lot of the stuff that he says or does, but I respect that he thinks for himself and has, you know, his own opinions and doesn't really let anything from the outside influence the way that he thinks. For me, it's a, I mean, good for him for what he's doing. I don't care about the relationship stuff because that's, you know, that's his preference, everything like that. That doesn't bother me. Um, I think uh, obviously with the whole COVID thing, that was, that was a little interesting. Uh, but again, just like, kind of like Jason, like said, like he's doing, he's doing him. I'm happy for him. Um, I think sometimes it could be funny though. Just even, you know, see, you see the memes making fun of him a little bit here and there. He was on part of my take. That was really funny. Uh, with big cat and uh, PFT. I got a really good laugh out of that, but that was a happy. really, that was a really good interview. It was really well done. Oh, it was, it was fantastic. I, the jokes, the little like, you know, jabs they threw at him too were pretty good. And even as a Packer, you got to laugh at that. That's pretty funny. 
Yes, absolutely. All right. Well, so let's 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 put this out here. Again, there's no questioning his ability. He's incredible. One of the best to ever play the game. But the wide receiver situation, now I know you guys talked about it, you both talked about it, that we'll see some uh, catches out of the backfield from the running backs, so the tight ends will get involved. But right now, let's be honest, the Chicago Bears and the Green Bay Packers do not have stellar wide receiver rooms. So whose is worse? <laughs> and do you think Aaron Rodgers can make it happen with these receivers? Let's go again, Jason, and then Greg on this one. Oh, man, you're going to put me on the spot here. All right. <laughs> Uh, well, whose is worst? I'm going to go, I'm going to say that the bears have the worst room, uh, as a collective. I mean, you know, Mooney is uh, out of the two Mooney's got to be the best, you know, receiver, uh, between the two teams easily. Uh, as of right now, green Bay, we have a bunch of guys that, that aren't household names. Nobody's heard of these guys. They're unproven. I mean, it doesn't, uh, necessarily mean that they're bad. I mean, you've got plenty of guys in the NFL that, you know, are, are, I mean, look at Adam Thielen, undrafted free agent. Um, I mean, kind of the same can be said for the Bears. Uh, They've got, you know, unproven guys as well. So, um, yeah, we we do have uh, Lazard. We've we've got more proven vets, I think, with uh, Lazard, uh, Watkins, um, you know. So, as a collective, I'd say, you guys got it worse. <laughs> Fair enough, dude. There, we'll both admit that our wide receiver rooms are not great. Greg, what no, about you? Yeah, definitely, definitely not great. <laughs> it's, it's tough. because, like, like Darnell movies, Booney's like easily the best receiver out of all the receivers uh, between the bears and Packers. And it's kind of a wide margin too. So you definitely have like that star receiver. Like the Packers don't have that. I think Lazard's in for a big year this year, but, um, I think God. I think depth wise, it goes with the Packers. I think star wise, goes with Chicago. But I think also there's p- part of it's also chemistry. Like Randall Cobb, Aaron Rodgers, Lazard, Rodgers. Like those are pretty good. No offense. Like I don't know really anyone besides Mooney, maybe Brian Pringle. I think you guys drafted like a sixty year old rookie out of Tennessee too. <laughs> um, so like I'm not exactly sure. And, and plus, plus a lot of them are hurt right now too. Sure, so it's kind of. That's kind of a that's a tough situation for Fields in that offense. So, I gosh, I'm I might be a little biased, but like I got to give the edge to the Packers just because we know what Aaron can do with some no name receivers. I mean, he almost beat the Cardinals in like the NFC Championship something or the divisional round with Jeff Janis. So, I don't know, but I'm that's based off the quarterback though too. So I'm a little biased. So I'm gonna give the Green Bay like a little slight edge. Yeah, I, I don't think uh, people are going to argue with that. When you have a, uh, you have you know a, a former MVP, uh, you know that he's he's going to make the receivers around him a little bit better. What are the Bears getting in Equinemius St. Brown? What 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 are we getting out of this guy? I know you didn't see a ton of him because he was more in a reserve role with you guys. But Greg uh, and then um, Jason, I'd love to hear from you both on this one. Just what are we getting? Good question, because even in Green Bay, I think the question was, what are we getting after years and years of him not really playing? Um, But I do think there is potential there, and I think he is going in a great situation in Chicago. Like I said, like there's not many known receivers there where he can maybe break out. He's he's got you know he's got the ability, he's got you know the speed, the size where he can be a really good, uh, at least a solid wide receiver. So 
I just think there needs to be patience with it. We can't, we're, we kind of gave him patience in Green Bay, but he just never lived up to it. But, again, you're behind Devontae, Lazard, Cobb. It's a little hard to do something. So I hope it works out for him in Green Bay because he, he is a really nice guy too, very smart. And I think, um, you know, if he's with Luke Getze too, it's, I think it's a good situation for him. When we drafted him, I was pretty excited. Uh, out of, he's out of Notre Dame and a uh, really athletic uh, guy. Um, I mean, uh, yeah, every year you're just kind of watching like, you know, when's, when's it going to happen? When's it going to happen? And it never happened. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I mean, I think pretty much the only memory that Packers fans are ever going to have of them is dropping that two point conversion in the game against the Bucks and the, you know, so <laughs> that's what you guys are getting. Yeah, I, I know, you know, the Bears, I, I think you both brought it up. There's a lot of question marks around who the Bears number two and number three receivers are going to be. It might be Valus Jones, who not quite 60, Greg, but he's getting there. Um, and so uh, it's going to be really interesting to see. And yes, everybody's banged up right now. Um, it's one of those things that, you know, Bears fans are a little bit nervous about the Eberflu system. They seem like he's doing a great job, but lots and lots and lots and lots of injuries. All right, boys. So let's ask this. What are the expectations for the Green Bay Packers this year? What are you what are you hoping to see this year? What are you expecting to see out of them just throughout this entire season? Let's go, Jason, and then Greg on this one. As long as you have Aaron Rodgers at quarterback in Green Bay, your expectation is always going to be the Super Bowl. I mean, it, it hasn't, you know, it's only panned out once to that, but that's always the expectation going in. Um I mean, I, I think our offense is probably going to be uh, a little slow to get off. Um, you know, we're, we're missing some linemen. Uh, you know, our, our quarterback and wide receivers not, you know, having a, a ton of uh, time together. So uh, I'd look for them to come in a little later in the season. But I think our defense is going to be able to uh, carry us, you know, through – quite a bit this year. I think that's going to probably be the focal point of Green Bay is, is the defense this year. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's always going to be the expectation. Yeah, I got to say, you know, Super Bowl, obviously with Aaron Rodgers, they should win the division. I know Minnesota will be a pretty solid team, but still, I I, I don't trust Kirk Cousins. I don't care what Viking fans have to say. I just don't trust them. Same. Um, but, um, you know, I think it's, I think the start of the season is going to be a little rough. There's going to be growing pains with that offense. You know, especially when you face like Minnesota, Tampa Bay, Washington, Buffalo, pretty much in the first half of your season. And you're going to London, too, against a pretty, you know, young uh, Jets team, I think, or Giants, uh, either one. Um, there's going to be a little struggle. They're going to face a lot of playoff teams, too. Um, so I think it's going to be a struggle in the beginning. I don't know if Aaron Rodgers is going to come out with a relax or take it easy type of thing. But I think towards once we get towards like the – I guess when we look at the playoff tree, everything like that, the standings, the, you know, the brackets or whatever, that's why I think maybe Green Bay can take that to another level. And that's when they should. And I know I think, I think it's, I think it's, you're setting yourself up for disappointment. If you think Green Bay offensively, is going to click right away. Mm. But uh, they, but I think it, towards the end, I think they're, they can be in a Super Bowl caliber team. Um, I would love to see what they do against Tampa Bay, the, the Rams, Buffalo, because I think those are, NFC Championship previews, a Super Bowl preview, and see how they do against them. And I think those games are uh, towards the middle uh, end of the season. I kind of will show how far or how close Green Bay is compared to the, the rest of the field. Are you guys going to strike lightning for a third time with Jordan Love 
or are you worried that that this guy is is not Favre and he is not Rogers? Let's go, Jason, and then Greg on this one. Um, I mean, no, he's not Favre and he's not Rogers, uh, but Rogers wasn't Favre uh, either. So, I mean, I, I, I think this might sound weird, but I kind of think that the NFL is shifting more to where the quarterback position isn't isn't quite as important and and the way that i mean by that is like you don't necessarily have to have a, a quarterback that can go out and you know throw for four thousand yards and i think you can get by more with a mobile quarterback maybe something more i guess would be similar like uh justin fields guys that can you know run the ball as well i mean i i don't know that you necessarily need a, a hall of fame level quarterback in the NFL in order to win is, is what I mean. Uh, so as far as Jordan love goes, um, I mean, he can, he can develop it at his pace for now. I mean, we've, we don't need him yet. Uh, hopefully he's learning quite a bit and you know, when we do end up needing him, he's ready to go. Uh, I'll, I'll be really curious to see, you know, how he develops, especially this preseason. We'll get to see a lot of him, but yeah, I mean, I'm not, uh, I'm not, you know, overly concerned with, you know, not having a Hall of Fame quarterback in, in Green Bay. Uh, I'm not so sure that you absolutely have to have that to win. Yeah, I think I can agree with that, too. I mean, the Packers lost to Jimmy Garoppolo, and he was he's not a good quarterback. Matthew Stafford, he's a better <laughs> he's a better quarterback. But there's times last year it's kind of like, what are you doing, man? And they still won the Super Bowl. So, yeah, I can I can I can definitely see that. I, I guess, you know, I, I'm still on that Jordan Love train, but I'm also like, this is like this is the offseason to prove like if he's going to be the guy or not. He's been having what I've been seeing like really good, uh, making really good throws in training camp. I would love to see him obviously in the preseason um, against the 49ers and everyone else. But I don't know. They're in a tricky situation because Green Bay extended Aaron Rodgers for at least what three, four years, and I think they got to stay at least committed to Aaron for two years. So just because of the salary and everything like that, so it's tough. They're in a very tough situation. But it's a, it's a very good situation to be in because let's just say Aaron gets hurt. You can rely on a guy that has been in the system for three years to be like, hey, keep us above, keep us as a playoff team, something like that. You have a very good defense, a really good running game, a solid offensive line. Maybe don't have the, the weapon of you know, Devontae Adams, but at least I think it's an interesting situation Green Bay's in for sure. Are you guys going to miss Luke Getze? Uh, I, I, he, he was good. Um, I think obviously the connection with him and Aaron, um, you know, Aaron, he loves his quarterback coaches. So I think if Aaron likes a guy, it's, you know, a pretty good say. And of course, when he goes to the divisional rival, it's kind of like, uh, I don't want to see him do good in Chicago, but still ho- hope he does well. He's very good guy. Um, happy for him. And I think with a young guy like Justin Fields, get to learn from him and maybe Getsy picked apart from Aaron Rodgers that maybe, hey, translate that uh, Justin Fields game a little bit. All right. So, gentlemen, we're coming to what my my favorite part of this is, is the who is going to win the NFC North and how does it fall? So who's going to be in first? Who's going to be in second, third and fourth place in the NFC North only? So we're going to go Greg and then Jason on this one. So, I mean, I already said earlier, Green Bay should win the division. I think Minnesota is going to be the – they should be a wild card team. Um, but it's Minnesota. They'll find a way to maybe disappoint. We'll see. Um, 
But so, God, this is hard for me to go back and forth for third and fourth. So I know Bear fans might kill me, but I do have the Lions in third just because I like what they're doing. I think they're going to be a, a lot better team. I think Dan Campbell's doing a phenomenal job. The reason I have Chicago in fourth, and I'm not – I know some people are saying they're like a four, three-win team. No, I think they'll win maybe five. Um, but, like, gosh, that defense is going to be – brutal that offensive line i don't know much about it um and especially now with the whole roquan smith situation going down too like if he's not like he by far like the best player and you don't have him that's that's tough but i think for the bears too like you understand where like this is the situation you're in you want to get a top pick hopefully built like unrealistic like salary cap next year too so I think that's the expectation this year. And you're okay. I think if you're a Bears fan, you should be okay with that. And then next year's kind of your kind of your like, hey, let's finally help Justin Fields. Let's bulk up this defense and uh hopefully get some weapons for him. Greg, spot on. I, I don't I don't think you said anything that is gonna throw Bears fans off too much. Maybe the win loss or or being uh fourth to the Lions might get a few of them mad, but I, I, I don't think you're saying anything that Bears fans haven't thought about themselves. Jason, what about you? How do you see this playing out? I'm gonna I'm gonna say definitely Packers uh take the north. Um I mean I, I haven't seen enough by any of the other three teams to think differently on that one. Say second place in the division. I'd say probably the Vikings. Uh, they're they they've got a good offense. Uh, they're question marks though. I mean they 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 got a new coach, new GM, new schemes. I mean everything's new there. So that that's always a, a crapshoot. Coming in third, I'm gonna go with the Bears, and I don't think that they're going to be as bad as everybody thinks they're going to be. I see them being more like. Mm, maybe a eight win team. I mean, I don't, uh, I've seen quite a few projections of them being much, much lower than that, but I think they, I think they can surprise some people. Uh, Lions, I'm going to put them at last. I, I know they've, you know, made some improvements and stuff, but I mean, until they, until they show that they're not in the doghouse, there's no reason to take them out of it. Uh, that's that's how I'm gonna go. Yeah, they they are the Detroit Lions, right? Every the, every year yep. begins with a lot of hope, and then they Detroit line it up. So so we'll see what happens with that. All right, so gentlemen, before we get to shout outs, um, I, I want to make sure that we get this out here. Give out your Twitter, um, any way that people might follow you or whatever, uh, because I know throughout the season both you guys are a great follow. So uh, Greg, um, you want to give out your your Twitter handle for us at least? Yeah, it's pretty simple. It's just Greg Williams twenty eight. Jason, what about yourself? Yeah, mine's really simple too. It's just Jason Ward 2-3. Okay. All right. So boys, any shout outs that you might like to give anyone that might be listening to this podcast that you want to shout out any Packers fans or Bears fans, uh, we're going to go Jason and then Greg on this one. I have, man, I've got a lot of Bears fans that follow me. So I'm not going to shout out any of them because I don't want to leave out a bunch of them. Smart move. Uh, yeah, um, I'm just going to keep the shout outs off. <laughs> fair enough, my friend. Fair enough. Greg, what about you? I guess I'll do a shout out to my dad. He's a big Bears fan and I grew up a Packer fan. So it's a little interesting in the household during the football season. But I know he'll kill me once I said uh, they're a last place team. So if he listens, there's a <laughs> shout out. So, you know, he doesn't kill me later. 
Absolutely. All right. Well, gentlemen, I wanted to say thank you so much for uh, coming on to talk about the NFC North, specifically about the Green Bay Packers. I I would say good luck to your team, but I can't say that in good conscience, so I won't. But I will say to you guys both, thank you so much for being part of the show. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thanks for having us on. That was pretty cool. Jason Ward, Greg Williams. I wish they didn't cheer for the Packers because they're such nice guys. And I mean it, Jason Ward, I I, I don't think I've had one. I, I haven't. I don't know any Bears fan that's had a negative interaction with that guy. Uh, so it was super fun to to chat with them a little bit about the Green Bay Packers. Um, and it sounds to me like they're both very realistic about that team, that they're going to face some hardship, that they're missing some some star power on wide receivers, but that they do have some veteran depth. So it'll be really interesting to see kind of how that goes. I do think Alan Lazard is going to get a lot of balls thrown his way. Um, Sammy Watkins, same thing, but, uh, but it was nice to hear, you know, somebody from the other side talking about Darnell Mooney, which I think we've all been very realistic about those guys were awesome. So shout out to, to both Jason Ward and Greg Williams. If you're on Twitter and you're not following those guys, you should, they're both really, really, really good guys, despite the fact that they cheer for the backers. For me, I've got two shout outs that I'm going to go ahead and give. The first is to um, a guy that hasn't gotten a shout out in a long time, Chad Beasley, who is a friend of the podcast. And, you know, we've had a couple interactions back and forth here and there. And so, Chad, uh, we hope that you are doing well. And Scott Swartz, who is just a wonderful, wonderful guy, retweets a whole bunch of our stuff. He had a very specific question last week that we didn't technically get to. So, Scott, I apologize for that. But thank you both so much for for listening and supporting. For Brennan Chagru, Patrick Sheldon, Jack Wright, Logan Bradley, those guys aren't here, but uh, they will be here for the regular episode at the end of this week, which will be out on Monday. Folks, we know you can get your Bears content anywhere, and you've chosen to listen to this episode, and we cannot thank you enough. For all of us at the Bear Down Chicago Podcast, I'm Ryan Dangle, and folks, thank you so much for listening. And as always, Bear Down Chicago. Bear Down Chicago.